0: welcome to nothing to hide i'm justin hyde your host along with always my brother cody hyde
1: i'm here again well we'll go ahead and get started we're really excited today we've got a a special guest uh none other than the big game james shields uh great guy he's kind of um, a renaissance man kind of the renaissance man we did hear that from from uh, Chris Harrison, remember? He had talked a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, James, he's here with us. He's been out here cowboying with us uh, the last few days, and, and he's passed the test. But uh, for those of you that don't know James, uh, he played in the big leagues for 14 seasons as a, as a major league pitcher. Um, he's credited for taking the Kansas City royals to the world series i may have misspoken but i've read okay you're the one that took them there uh went to the world series twice uh with kansas city tampa uh was a all-star in 2011 um just a just a big deal We're, we're glad to have you here buddy thanks man appreciate you guys having me and
2: having me out here man we uh i'm always excited to see you guys so it's good it's all good
0: the feeling is mutual. Definitely. Thanks for being here. James.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We, we just, man, we just got off the Hill. We're still sweating a little bit, James. Yeah. Um, you, you earned your stripes today. Hey, you, you put me to work. I think your, your saddle was a
2: little small for my butt, but you know, that's kind of par for the course when you're a rookie, rookie rider, you
1: know, you gotta, you gotta kind of earn your, earn your, uh, bruises on your butt a little bit. That's right. Yeah. We weren't expecting, you know, typically we've got athletes that ride with us and I, I you know, and, in baseball, pitchers are considered non non yeah, right? athletes. Yeah, we're non athletes. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. We are yeah, absolutely so non athletes, <laughs> and uh, every position player will tell you the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, just totally joking there, and uh, but I did put you in a little saddle. But um, James, we'd love to, you know, for the listeners that that don't know you, uh, most do. We'd love just to get to know you a little bit better, and. And uh, kind of from the beginning, if, if you don't mind, uh, learn a little bit about, about more about James Shields and, and where you came from and, and how that all started.
2: Yeah, what was James
1: Shields like as a little guy?
2: Man, I was very stubborn, hard-headed. That's what <laughs> I was. Um, you know, I was the youngest of three brothers. Uh, where would you grow up, James? I grew up in, in Los Angeles, okay. just north of L.A., uh, downtown there in a little place called uh, Santa Clarita Valley, um, Valencia um uh just grew grew up there born and raised went to high school there and and uh but yeah man I was I was a I was a pretty stubborn kid um you know I had two older brothers that were beating me up all the time so they got me tough they got me tough and uh I definitely credit my brothers for uh for my success uh-huh. for sure. there's no Absolutely. doubt about that <laughs> yeah um do you always
0: yeah. want to play baseball
2: yeah, man. I mean, I, I mean, I played all sports. I mean, mm-hmm. I played street hockey. I played, you know, a little bit of hockey. I played soccer. I played football, um, but a little bit of golf. You know, yep. um, just every sport possible. And I think. Uh, when I was a little kid, I mean, I always wanted to play baseball the most. And, and so it was kind of one of those things where, um, I mean, even when I was in kindergarten, um, you know, my, my kindergarten teacher asked me, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a major league baseball player. I mean, you know, a lot of kids say that, but I, I, I was just kind of one of those kids that just... I I didn't want to be anything else. Yeah. And so it was, it was, it was a dream of mine. So it was, it was nice to be able to, to fulfill that dream, you know?
0: So James, what's it like? I mean, this is really your first, um, we'll call it off season where you're officially retired, right?
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, a, it's not quite official, official, but you know, it's, mm, it's you it's really co- screwed that up. Yeah. Sorry. That's a, no, did that's a, that's okay. It's, it's official. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, it's pretty official. Okay. Um, no, I'm not going to be playing anymore. Uh-huh. Um, you know, with this quarantine, I was actually going to announce my retirement, um, this year. So, uh,
0: um, so I did really screw that up. Yeah, no,
2: <laughs> <so> <laughs> I think everybody in, the, okay, in baseball well. knows that I'm, I'm pretty much done. It's when you're 38 years old and, and, and your, uh, arms about to fall off, it kind of yeah it kind of puts itself into place there but um but yeah no it's it feels good, man I mean it feels great. this is like my first real summer that i've had unfortunately we've been kind of locked up in california and and uh but yeah man i mean it's 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 great to to be around my family and my kids mm-hmm. and, and yeah. actually it's it's a lot less stressless you know yeah so it's good <laughs> you know
0: when uh, when I was going to have my first uh kid, we have a really close friend and partner who said. Um, when this happens you're gonna see the world for the first time through color you know rather than kind of this black and, and white lens and and uh, we had a small exit in 2016, and and decided we were going to take you know a year or two off. And and I remember feeling almost that all over again um, with the with the kids, you know, being home and, and doing a lot of the things that that you wouldn't you know rather uh, you know do with with your schedule as it yeah. was. And and so for us, it's been really fun because that's the James Shields that we see as this this amazing father, and you've got a beautiful family and. and and um, you know, it, 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 you know, it's been fun to to see you in that that setting because that's really the the setting we know the James Shields to be yeah. in. So, um, <laughs>
2: yeah, man, we've had a blast up here. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. We we appreciate that. But we've uh, we we've done a lot of firsts this trip. Yeah, we've done a lot of firsts this trip. Uh, you know, first time riding horses. My daughter first time, you know, shooting some skeet and
1: you know just a bunch of stuff. You know, so it's been great. Yeah, your littlest, uh, Camden, man, I was blown away. She, she picked up the fly fishing, yeah, very quickly. Fly fishing. She was all over that. Um, I understand Ashton was, was quite a shot. Yeah. Chris
0: Harrison, <laughs> if you're, uh, if you're listening, you know, um, you've
2: got a new champion to, to, uh,
0: she knocked off James today. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. In shooting. Yeah. Yeah. She did. Yeah, she she, kn- she knocked me off on, on my throne today and, uh. I'm really not too happy about that. We're gonna have to talk
1: about that. You. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't do that in front of your friends, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's like you need to have that talk with your daughters. You know, you haven't been home enough to really have that talk. It's like, all right Look, if my friends are there, babe, don't knock me off. You know
0: (laughs) what I love is she is super competitive like her dad. And uh, it was fun, you know, seeing James. We had a a, a get-together this last year, and and Chris Harrison's a fabulous shot. Great fly fisherman.
1: Yeah, from Texas.
0: Great shot, yeah. A lot of people know, you know, Chris is... The bachelor host and the guy is really quite a an outdoorsman and, and uh James had never shot a shotgun before. <laughs> and uh he surprised him. That uh that competitive side that his daughter illustrated definitely uh played out and James uh Chris and, and the crew was pretty uh Pretty surprised. That was fun.
2: Yeah, we had a blast, man. It's uh I was glad that she loved it, man. I mean, she's always wanted to do it. So I was glad that she was the shot. And they say that girls are a better shot than men anyway. So uh <laughs>
1: It's true. Yeah, you know. and my daughter's the same way. They don't get the, you know, we call it like buck fever, or, you know, you get really nervous before you're gonna shoot <laughs> and they're just like, Okay, what's the purpose? Okay, hit that. Okay, cool. And they do it, yep. you know. So yeah. yeah,
2: she did great today. I was I was really proud of her, man. Yeah, Good. absolutely.
1: So, uh,
0: Cody, you and you and James went down to the Bahamas together on a little trip. We um, did, and uh, I remember the uh, there there was quite a story you, you know, getting you guys to the Bahamas. And I don't remember the uh, the, the whole thing. And maybe you guys can talk about that. Um, but I remember the, the portion that I thought was really funny was Cody said, hey, uh, we've got to go through, we've got to get James through Boston for, for you know a leg of this this trip and he won't do it he won't go through Boston, <laughs> and uh you know and i'm i'm thinking okay well i'm not sure why he won't go through boston but we'll we'll have him keep looking so anyway maybe you guys can tell us a little bit about that trip oh, oh.
1: man you want to start that one off oh man well I, yeah I'll, I'll start it off <laughs> Uh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Justin. I'd actually forgotten all about that. But so um we we did do a fly fishing trip down the Bahamas and it was super last minute uh for, for James. We had uh we had somebody that was going with us that couldn't write at the last minute, so I called James like the day before I'm like, you know, big game James may just 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 go. And so it was crazy. I don't I guess we don't need to go into all of that, but you didn't even have your 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 passport well, wasn't even. Well, you, call,
2: you called me, and it was. I actually had a wedding to go to. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. It was my it was my cousin's wedding on a. And you called me on a Friday morning at six six a.m. my time. Yep, yep, I remember that. And uh, and you did
1: answer by the way. Yeah,
2: I did answer. Um, you called me up and you said, "Hey, you you want to go to the trip to the Bahamas?" I said, uh, "Yeah." When is it? well, it's tomorrow. <laughs> and I said, well, what do you mean it's tomorrow? He's like, he's, you know, he's, he's like, yeah, we're, we're taking off tomorrow. we got to be there by Monday. And, and, uh, you, you in or no? I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm in, let's go. Um, I didn't even think twice about it. So, um, when I got off the phone with you, I realized that I didn't have my passport renewed. It was expired. Yeah, it was going to it was going to expire
1: on during the trip or something. It right? was already or, it was already expired. It was, it was done. done. Okay. And
2: so now I'm kind of freaking out. I didn't want to call you back and I'm like <laughs> I didn't want to cancel this trip. <laughs> so I needed to figure something out really quick and it was a Friday afternoon and uh, luckily uh, in San Diego we have uh same day passport exchange and I ended up get you have normally have to have an appointment and I call them up and they just so happen to have an appointment at one o'clock. Well, when I called them up, it was about twelve fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they said if you're late, you're late. You can't get it. So I was driving about, I'll well, call it about 95 miles an hour. mean we won't go quite a hundred. Uh, and I ended up getting there and getting my passport. So like, yeah. like a minute before. I mean, you like, literally, yeah, I showed up, one ran minute in. before, yeah. yeah, one minute before, and uh, ended up getting my passport and
1: and got on the trip. So that was yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you got on the trip, and we had uh, figured out a leg, and you're like, but I can't go through Boston. Boston no. I'm like, that's really weird. Why I. I said Justin you know he can't go through Boston well how come he can't go through Boston I'm like I don't I don't know I didn't ask him <laughs> and so anyway he goes a different route and we end up we're actually uh in in uh Pittsburgh I believe we met there and then we flew down uh you know with some some good friends there and so on the fl- plane ride down I said James like how come <laughs> How come you couldn't go through Boston? I mean, this doesn't make sense. You didn't get any sleep because you wouldn't go through Boston. And uh, he told us a little bit about why he doesn't go through Boston. So James, you know why don't you go through Boston? I know a lot of this is uh, has changed now. Yeah, right? it definitely has changed. Uh, the
2: Boston fans have, have, have embraced me a lot better now, but in 2008, they didn't like me too much, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I just didn't want my flight delayed at any time. So you never know. If there was a hardcore Boston fan out there, you know, he might have delayed my flight with you and not made the Bahamas. So, so. so
0: if any of our listeners are um, curious uh, you know and you've got a a screen in front of you just google mayhem on the mound and and put james shields in there
1: no i think we ought to talk about that if you yeah, if you're okay with yeah, that because this I'm is in. a pretty good story and yeah. um you know it, it was really fun hearing it for the very first time and and then going back i'm like actually i do remember seeing that but uh you hadn't been in the league very long um uh when when this took place correct yeah i was about 2 3 my third year a third year, you're playing at that time. Uh, you you were still with Tampa, Tampa, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. and so uh, you know, for baseball fans, Fenway Park that is
2: it's that's one of the
1: a of the mecca, right? <laughs> one of that's the meccas, <laughs> one of them, and it's a magical place. And so, um, so this game, you, you know, your dad he's going to come see you play at Fenway for the very first time, um, which is exciting. Your family's going to be there and a pretty magical moment i think all kids dream of this moment right and probably all dads and all dads i mean you you can imagine yeah and so um so it was a it was a double header is that correct or
2: uh no it was it was a regular game we we you know the night before um we we played them and my one of their guys ended up taking out my second baseman pretty hard okay and uh We didn't like it very much. Um, And the next day, I I just so happened to be pitching. Yeah. And we had a night game. And so Mm -hmm. that that morning, I'm having breakfast with my mom and my dad. Uh, They both came out to see me. and, And I just told them, I said, well, your first time playing here? You're probably gonna only see one inning, <laughs> and uh, so my dad was. My dad kind of knew why because he saw you know he saw the game before the, the, what happened, and uh, um, a guy named Coco Crisp, uh-huh. um, who is actually a, a great dude, great great guy. But um, that day he you know we he ended up sliding into my second baseman. So the next day, you know it, I was protecting my teammates, and he as soon as he came up to bat, I just drilled him right in the leg. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs>
1: And yeah. and uh, you know, uh it's kinda interesting because I mean that he knew it was probably coming. Yeah. I think both Every, teams whole stadium, everybody is, knew is, it was coming is there coming. kind
0: of a uh, almost like a, a code that in in, in baseball, I mean
2: yeah. It's like an unwritten rule. Yeah. You know? It's an unwritten rule. I mean, the guy, you know, we got to protect our teammates at all times, you know? I mean, it's, it's just what it is. It's, 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 um, I, we, we call it old school baseball. You don't really find that too much nowadays because, uh, these kids these days don't like to get fined and taking money from their <laughs> wallet. Um, I, 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 don't mind donating to charity. Um, <laughs> and so I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of, of charity, uh, charity work. So, um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just part of the baseball, part of the game. And, and, uh, we were, we were protecting our teammates at the time. And, and, uh, he, and I just so happened to be pitching the next day. So it was my job. No one told me what to do. Um, I knew exactly what to do and, and, and he knew it was coming. (laughs) Um, you know, and then I ended up drilling him and he ended up charging me on the mound and we had a full melee (laughs) right, right there on the mound.
1: (laughs) You know, watching that in replay, it's, it's fun. Uh, actually it was really fun when we were with friends watching that slow mo and you know, it was kinda interesting. Uh he knew it was coming, you could see that. I I, I imagine that's probably one of the hardest things is is, you know I, I remember playing dodgeball. That's the closest I can say. And when you're really trying to hit somebody, it's the hardest thing to do. You know, it's like one guy left. You're like, nobody can hit him. Right. And so, uh, one, I I'd love to, you know, that's gotta be tough, but two, he kind of hesitates like you drill him yeah. and you're sitting there. What's he going to do? And he kind of hesitates. And then it is like, a beeline flips off his helmet, and beelines, and then you know you you flipped <laughs> off your hat, which I still don't know why you did that, but it looked cool. I mean, well, he, he knocked your He flipped off, his, his hat <laughs> off, and so I figured that's what that's what I had to do. Flip my hat
2: off. So <laughs> he, he was telling me game on, and I was telling him let's go, let's you know, go. So I was not gonna back down, and and I don't I don't know why. I honestly, if you see, watch the video. I actually still had my glove on. <laughs> you did <so. laughs> My first reaction was to flip my hat off, not throw my glove. Down. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. Um, I didn't have much time to react. So that was, that was my reaction. But, uh, yeah.
1: no, and you squared up well. And then he pulled one of the coolest matrix moves I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. That kid, that, that guy's athletic. I mean,
2: yeah, well, they, uh, I think he was a junior, uh, junior, Olymp- uh, junior boxer or something like that. And he's not a pitcher. No. And, and, exactly. and, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I just decided to throw an overhand haymaker, and he pulled pulled some matrix on me. But um, but yeah, man. It, it, next thing I knew, I was. I mean, I I think I, I might have hit him one more time. But then I next thing I knew, I was getting suplexed by the third base coach. Oh yeah, third base and coach. I was covering my head. As
1: much yeah. As much as I did. So, well, yeah, that's a. It, it was definitely fun. Yeah, sure. that'll go <laughs> down into the top ten. Uh, you know, I've, I've watched the replays, and they say that's the top ten best, I guess you could call it fights, but that was, that yeah. was really, really yeah. something to watch. So, um, so, so then after that, I, and I've been in Boston, uh, and you know, you, I, I remember I was coming back from a trip with some guys from Boston and we're driving down, we're in a taxi and the guys next to us are flipping us the bird and they're like, Oh, it's so great being home. <laughs> they're waving to us. I mean, that's, I mean, Boston, yes. you know, they're, they're tough. And, uh, I can't imagine, uh, that same sentiment They're They're thinking they're probably on the team. Uh, you know, these fans are probably on the team. They, they wanted a piece of you after that.
2: Yeah, they definitely wanted a piece of me. They, uh, I actually had to have security walk around me <laughs> for uh, a year or two after that. Um, it seems t- the Boston fans are they're they're amazing fans. I mean, they they're, really they're, are. They're literally one of the most amazing fans in all of baseball and all uh, of sports. All of sports, yeah, yeah absolutely. And 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 uh, I loved being a, a visitor there because. I love the fact that they always got on me. I love the fact that they were yelling at me. They were cussing at me. I, I mean, they never really got too personal with me because I was always good, good, good back with them. Yeah. But um, you're a competitor. Seemed, yeah, exactly. And it, it seemed to me like as soon as I hit Coco Crisp, they all took it personal. <laughs> I mean, every single person in all in Boston took it personal. So walking down Burberry Street was not very fun for me for a little while. But
0: uh, don't you wish you would have known Jose then when, yeah. you, when you needed that bodyguard? Yeah, I definitely
2: need Jose with me uh, as, a, as an extra bodyguard. Uh, but yeah, we uh, I remember going to the World Series or, or the ALCS that year and and yeah, we had to have, uh, we, called him, we called him Merp, but we had to have big Merp, uh, you know, walk around with me for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. I love Boston. I mean, it's it's definitely one of the uh, the best cities I've ever gone to, but uh, yeah, we, we, we try to avoid uh, air, airports
1: <laughs> quite often so I don't get delayed too much. <laughs> you know, that's funny. When we touched down in the Bahamas, I, I sent a text and I said, now I know why he didn't want to fly through Boston. It's actually a really good reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He did. <laughs> I'm like you wait until you hear this one and what's what's good I think too is is uh you know any sport it's not like you guys took that personal I mean you and Coco no. talked after the game I mean next morning you next guys morning, are yeah right. you guys are are talking and and you guys were good and Uh, He knew it was coming. He knew you had to do what you had to do. And so anyway,
2: I asked him the next day I'm in the gym. So at the time we were sharing gyms together because now now it's mandatory. Both teams have to have their own separate gym in every stadium. (laughs) Oh, wow. And uh, but at the time we would have to go to their their home clubhouse and work out in their gym. Well, the next day we had a we had a day game and their food room is literally looking at in the gym. And so, you know, full melee night before next day i'm getting my workout in in the gym i'm by myself with the, with my trainer and their whole entire squad's eating breakfast watching me work out <laughs> <laughs> and i'm going oh, this is this might be round number two yeah i don't
0: know it's a little unnerving yeah, you're in this fishbowl it, getting just
2: it, stared exactly. at exactly and so actually coco came up and and while i was riding the elliptical and um and he actually came out to me and said, Hey man, no, I got all the respect for you. And, and I asked him, I said, Hey, why did you charge me? <laughs> you knew I was going to hit you. <laughs> and he goes, honestly, he goes, you hit me perfect. Cause I mean, I hit him right in the leg, which is gotta
0: be hard to do. Right. I mean, that's not
1: an easy, oh, but no. that's the place you're gonna. I mean, that's,
2: if you're going to you hit, hit somebody, somebody, you always try to do it below the, you know, below the belt, Yeah, maybe in the, maybe in the lower back or something, No, nowhere near the head and just kind of get your point across and, you know, move on. But and I hit him perfect. I hit him right in, right in the thigh, and uh, he said he took two steps towards first base because he knew he was going to get hit. And he said it started stinging. <laughs> Once it started stinging, then he got pissed off. <laughs> he said that's the only reason why he went. Oh so, man, no, Coco is great, man. I, I actually, we, we, you know, we were actually, we're, we're actually from you know, LA and he's from LA and, uh, he played against my brother and stuff growing up and, wow. Um, but yeah, so it was,
1: it was kind of interesting, but yeah. It's a
0: small world, right? Yeah, it
1: really is. And, you know, uh, so we got down to the Bahamas and <clears throat> actually had a pretty cool, uh, I mean, that was a, uh, a, a great, um, week. We had a incredible week, but, uh, it was very interesting, uh, where we were at in the, the Bahamas is on the West side of Andrus Island. And, um, the first night, I remember we were having dinner uh, with the host down there. Great people. Wonderful.
0: Wonderful, Wonderful people. people. Yeah. good and,
1: uh, and you came around the corner. You had just talked. You had been spending some time with them. Um, we were getting ready to eat dinner, and, and it looked like you'd seen a ghost. Um, and I said, James, what's up? And he says, like, you're not going to believe <laughs> uh, what took place here. And I said, what do you mean, what took place here? and uh it, it, they they talked about one of uh, your associates uh and how he he uh made it into the big leagues and that was uh you know and I'll I'll let you maybe tell yeah. a little bit about that cuz that was pretty incredible but
2: yeah so um you know we're we're around having having some i think dinner or i don't know what well you we're, just
0: you eat nonstop stop at
1: that place yeah, yeah exactly so. <laughs> we're <laughs> really good at that yeah well,
2: we were talking and um you know they were telling me the story about we kind of started talking about you know cubans and i asked them i said hey do you have any cuban defectors Right, go through here, run through here. Cause they always go to Miami or, you know, they, they, you know, it's, and I play with a lot of Cubans and, and, uh, and, and Charles actually said, as a matter of fact, I, I, I have a great story for you. And I said, shoot, let me hear it. And he, uh, he said, well, I have an old boat here and we've been preserving it for the last 20 some odd years or so. And, um, you know, there was a player here that, that defected and, and we had to, and we ended up,
1: there was a few guys that were in the boat and they ended up, uh, six grown men. And yeah. that, that boat is, I mean, it was tiny. yeah It was yeah. a little wooden boat, right? Yeah. I mean, this thing is smaller boat than the trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The boat was thrash. It was, it was just
2: a wooden boat. I mean, it was like nothing. There were six guys in there and, um,
1: and they were like, almost half dead and uh and like yeah to the point where they they uh because Charles was gone right and it was his staff yeah. that had gone to pick some crab pots mm-hmm. and when they're going out they see this boat that's tied up to a buoy and they cruise on past and no sign of anything they're like what's that boat doing there on their way back they they come across they said let's go check out that boat and there's six grown men that didn't have enough energy to even get their attention Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they were almost passed out, pretty much, um, and they ended up bringing
2: them to shore. Yeah, um, no water. They ended up feeding them for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. trying to get them get them back revived. To the, back to on their feet, and uh, you know. And then Charles actually came in and asked him where they were going, and uh, they said, "Hey, we're trying to get to Miami." Yep, that's right. You know, and uh, you know, next they had you- a
1: phone number, right? They 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 uh, said uh, to call. And so Charles, uh, Charles called Miami. Remember that. Yeah. Uh, and their family, the family was waiting. Um. And uh, this particular uh, baseball player, uh, they had got lost and at that on the ocean out sea, right. And they had already mourned his death. They thought he was done. Yeah. And so when Charles says, "I have so and so here," they said, "No, he's he's gone." He's like, "No, he's here." Yeah. And that individual name was El Duque.
2: And uh, he, Orlando Hernandez, and and he actually uh, was a big part of the 2005 World Series team, and 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 uh, for the Chicago White Sox, uh, pitched for the Yankees for a long time. Unreal. Um, you know the fact that I'm sitting here in the Bahamas at a place in the middle of nowhere,
1: nowhere, nowhere. Yeah,
2: and. You know, they have this boat preserved. And we're actually trying, I'm still trying to get a hold of El Duque right now. <laughs> if, if El Duque is listening to this podcast for some reason, we need to get a hold of you.
1: We got Give your boat, boat, man. We yes, got your boat. We got we your boat.
2: We have your boat. So <laughs> it's um, not in the best condition. Yeah. If anybody knows El Duque, it's, uh, they have the boat. They would, uh, they definitely would like to have. Yeah, have them over for some dinner. I think.
1: Yeah, they did. You know? Yeah, they yeah. they were going to put the boat up just to try to. They're like, "There's no way we're ever going to find." Have you ever heard of El Duque? And James was like El Duque just showed up to my spring training. He's like, the man. <laughs> years ago, he's like, he is <laughs> the man. Yeah. And so what yeah. an incredible it, it, and it's just it a small world, you know, incredible. Story. And you know,
0: coincidentally, um, going down several years in a row before that, I'd heard that story, you know, and and it's such an impactful and touching story. And then for it to come full circle with james and you yeah. down there i mean it's just really amazing
1: yeah and you know and they never really told us who it was right that's when we, right they just said there was a mm-hmm. baseball player and they kept yep. that pretty they did um concealed that you know the identity i mean but th- their biggest you know they really want him to have his boat back you know yeah. i mean it's, it's they just
2: want to have some dinner and just, yeah that's right you know have him over for some dinner and Get his boat back. There <laughs> you go. Know, um, but that, that just shows you what kind of amazing people that they are down there, and um, and it shows you how, how how you know amazing Cubans are, and and what they all what they have to go through yeah. to be able to get into this country, you know, and and uh, and it's a lot better now, and it's definitely a lot better now. Um, but yeah, those those Cubans, man. We uh, I've I've gotten to know a lot of them over the years, man. They're very passionate and very 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 strong headed, passionate people, man. And they, uh, it's, it's amazing. Some of their stories. Yeah.
0: You know, we were having Sunday dinner together here as a family and, and, um, you had made mention, um, uh, some, some Cuban baseball players that you played with and, and, uh, maybe share a little bit about that experience Mm -hmm. that, you know, they had. um,
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's, (laughs) again, like I said, they're, 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 it's an amazing culture down there. Um, you know, and I'm glad that it's definitely uh, getting a lot better down there. Um, it always can get better, um, you know, with the Cubans, but a lot of the Cubans that, that, that I've, I've played with, um, you know, they, they don't see their families once they defect and they come to us, they don't see their families for maybe 10, 15 years, you know, and I've played with guys that, um, you know, that haven't even seen their mom or their sister oh, in 20 years. I haven't even given them a hug or, oh. you know, um, you know, they, they help them out and they try to send some money down or whatever, but, but they don't, they don't get that feel, that touch, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and that's important, you know, and that's, that's super important. And, uh, and the last couple of years, uh, major league baseball has done a phenomenal job of, of really getting, um, these Cubans back to Cuba and going to see their families. Um, and they've, they've, they've been able to do that and they've been able to go back and, and hang out with their family and give them hugs and yeah. just sit down in hotels and just kind of just be a family again, which is super important, um, for, for their mental mental oh, sake. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Not a lot of people know what they go through, man. And it's uh, it's unbelievable.
1: Very cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, I still just can't even fathom that that's unbelievable. <laughs> Um, but they're, uh, but they are very passionate and it just, uh, you know, it makes us all appreciate, I know we talked a lot about that down in the Bahamas is how much we, we appreciate growing up in such a great country and in the Absolutely. United States, you know, and, um, you know, we really, we're really blessed and, you know, yep. and it's the greatest country in the world. No yeah, doubt.
0: Anyone. James, um, where did you get your humble demeanor and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, we, uh, we're not saying that tongue in cheek either. you know when we introduced uh, when when we met. You know we we, we meet a number of of uh, really unique and fun individuals and, and that, that become friends. And and um, you know our nephews, my my oldest sister Melissa and her husband grew up in uh, or lived in Kansas City when you were mm-hmm. pitching there. And and you were iconic for you know that family and our nephews. And and you were so you know generous to spend the kind of time and and it wasn't you know some facade and and we've seen that time and time again where does that come from is that something that uh, came from your childhood from you know a mom or a dad or
1: and if i can add something yeah. because <clears throat> it really was something that really stood out to us uh james because you know these kids they they really looked up to you <laughs> they live in little wyoming now you know and and uh, they came up uh it was up at our our resort there And, um, and it was interesting because it was a group of celebrities. We had, you know, great group up there and, uh, you know, they came up and talked to you and, and, uh, you know, they, you were actually sitting down with some celebrities on a, on a table and, you know, we were sitting as, you know, some of the staff was sitting there with our nephews and you picked up your food, moved over, went and sat with our nephews (laughs) You won our heart at that yeah. I mean, we just thought, man. They, they became celebrities to you, which for us was just pretty amazing. Yeah. And so that's, you don't see that every day. And that really stood out to, to us. I mean, I, I, you know, I was fighting back the tears. I'm like, you can't, you know, <laughs> yeah. because I knew how big of a deal you were to them, right? Yeah and you don't see that a lot. So anyway, sorry. yeah, no, that's great. Uh, so where does it come from? James?
2: Well, I mean, <laughs>
1: it comes from everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll
2: tell you that. Uh, we have a very, very passionate family. Um, you know, we, we have, uh, we, we were loud. We're a loud family and we're also a cry family. We're also, you know, we're just passionate. You know, we got a, my, my parents, um, you know, when we were raised, we were, my parents would always raise us the right way. They raised us to, to be as, as respectful, um and humble as you possibly can because you never know what's gonna kick you in the in the teeth. Yeah. And uh and and to work always work hard, you know. Um I was a big dreamer growing up and sometimes my mom and dad they kind of they kind of right were freaking out about some of the stuff that was coming out of my mouth. But um but in all reality I was just a big dreamer. Um but I think my main thing where it comes from is that I'm I'm a little kid. Yeah. And I never, I think that's one of the th- greatest things about playing baseball is the fact that it's, it's something that I love to do. And it never, and not many people can say that, right? So not many people can say, I love what I do for a living. Um, but I never stopped being a little kid. And so I think that's one of the reasons why I lasted so long and through all the injuries and all the just the trials and tribulations and and the adversity that I had to deal with. um, But for me, it was the fact that I never stopped being a little kid. And so I always put myself in other people's shoes. And mm-hmm. so when I when I was out on the field, I made sure that I never big-leagued any any little kid. Um you know, there was some there was some some autographer guys that were <laughs> kind of annoying sometimes, but um but at the end of the day, it's it's I was able to live my dream. And so um to have somebody be able to look up to me, I never, I, I never took that for granted. And I never took that as, um, I always, I always took it as I could, I could show somebody that they can do this too. And no matter what, it doesn't matter who it is, right. It doesn't matter if I play baseball or not. That's just kind of my mentality, but I'm always a little kid. And so I think that's for me, I guess it, I guess it comes off that way, um, but for me, I'm always just I'm just blessed in where I'm at, you know. Today, I'm blessed in what what I'm doing, and and I'm blessed in the family that I have and the life that I have. So, um, so yeah, man. I mean, it, you know, if, it it still trips me out to this day that little kids look up to me, you know. And so, because I'm a little kid, and that's in <laughs> and so at the end of the day, um, I think that's like the coolest thing, you know. And so to be able to just spend five minutes or ten minutes with somebody and and uh, and hang out and talk i mean that's that means the world to that means the world to me you know
0: it's it's amazing james and and you know you you describe that about yourself and we've cody and i've talked about that because your your desire to learn and and how you approach learning and yeah. new things and uh that passion is is really amazing and you know i've got a little uh boy that's uh uh nine years old and he's like his dad i you know uh, i always tell him don't don't let uh the truth getting in the way of a, a good story. I mean, so he he, he likes <laughs> oh to he likes to tell a good story, and, and he's a big dreamer. And and uh, what would you tell? You know, I was uh, coming back today from the the resort down to the ranch here, and and he was asking you know how 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 did mr shields get you know get to go pitch there in the the world series and for any of the kids that are listening or or who have you know parents that that may have children that are big dreamers what do you tell them now you've been there you've lived it um what's your advice to them
2: for me it's it's as a parent if i were to give advice to parents i would just say whatever they're dreaming, make sure they have an opportunity in front of them. And because a lot of people can dream, but they don't, they don't, they don't get, get a chance to get an opportunity. Right. Yeah. And so if you can give your kid an opportunity, even if it's the craziest thing in the world, at least show them like, or, or her, just show them that, Hey, yeah, go ahead. If you want to do it, go ahead. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think, uh, I think this is kind of one of the things that, um, you know, as a, as a, as a, an athlete, as a dad, as a father, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's, just explore as many poss- possibilities as possible i never stop dreaming i mean it, i i'm still i'm still dreaming yeah. you know i'm i'm still trying to hit my goals and my dreams and i mean aren't we all right yeah and, absolutely and uh but yeah never stop dreaming just have fun and just enjoy what you're doing because again the one thing I've heard growing up is, uh, is the fact that I hated my job or I hated what I did or I hated what I do. And I always, always tell people, I'm like, you know what? Then you shouldn't do that. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as you're happy doing what you do, you're going to be really successful at it, you know? So, yeah, I mean, that's 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 pretty much
1: it right there. Absolutely. No, that's that's unbelievable. I, <clears throat> a good friend that we had just on the podcast, Rob Riggle, you know, um, it was interesting. A few years ago, uh he, he you know, he's a big Kansas City fan, obviously <laughs> growing up. a huge <laughs> Kansas City fan. Uh but he he says, you know, um James, you know, he, he really once once James came to Kansas City, uh, you know, he he's the one. He's credited, and I've read articles that you were credited for for taking them to the Kansas City or to the the I'm sorry up to the World World Series. World series yeah. Sorry, um and so you know because there be. was it's the World Series. The World Series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank thank it's you. only the biggest. Yeah, issue. I mean only it's, the it's, biggest it's World game. Series. Yeah, World Series. Uh, yeah, I would really botch that. That's all I? right. But anyway, but he, he talked about, uh, you know, you crediting because you were able to inspire the younger players, right. um, you know, and, and can you kind of take us through that a little bit? Because, uh, I don't know that many have heard that it's, it's really quite fascinating.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's a definitely a long story, but, but I mean, to keep it short and sweet, um, I mean, I went in there again, this is kind of what we talked about before, right? So, yeah. um, you know, I remember the first question, Ned Yost, the manager for the Royals, um, I remember the first question he asked me. He brought me in the office. First, first day of spring training. And I said, uh, you know, I did the press conference and stuff in the offseason when I got traded. And, and But first day of spring training, he goes, Shields, come here. So I go in his office, close the door. He said, I got one question for you. How do we win? And I looked at him and I said, well, Ned, that's an interesting question. <laughs> And I can't believe you're asking me <laughs> how you win when you're our man. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I looked at him and I said, I know how to win. He said, how's that? I'd like to hear what that is because we've sucked over the last five years. So I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what, I don't know what to do, you know? And I said, all right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, I'm going to leave this office. I'm going to slam the door. I'm going to pretend I'm mad at you. Everybody in the clubhouse is gonna look at me, and they're gonna they're gonna think something went on because Ned Yost was kind of he was known as a you know yeah a hard guy hard guy and, yeah and 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 he was known as as a, a just a hard nose, you know rules guy you know everybody if you did something wrong he's gonna get in your butt um, you know and I knew that going in and I said look I said I'm gonna slam the door and he goes okay what else do you want me to do <laughs> I said okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna slam the door I'm gonna pretend I'm mad at you and I'm gonna go in the clubhouse I'm going to start blasting Bob Marley and uh, Three Little Birds you know <laughs> about a thing you know that song right so and I said I said, what I want you to do is I want you to come out and I want you I want you to pretend like you're mad and then I want you to start dancing with me and he said dance, come on dance with <laughs> you he said dance with you you want me to dance with you I said yep <sighs> right in front of the whole team I want you to dance with me True story. So he goes, so, so he goes, all right, I guess I'm in. I said, this is how we're (laughs) going (laughs) to win.
1: recipe to winning right here. Yes.
2: And so he says, I'll do whatever you want, (laughs) (laughs) whatever it takes. I don't care. I said, okay, perfect. And I said, I'll, I'll explain later like why I'm doing this. So next I got right up from my seat, slammed my door, went outside. I'm like, you, I'm like, you freaking kidding me. Like, I can't believe he just told me this, that we can't play music in this clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and all the players were like, yeah, because I knew before that the players told me that there was no music allowed in the clubhouse. Wow. And so I said, OK, perfect. So I went outside, turned the music on, put on Barb Marley. Sure enough, here comes Ned Yos, right outside of his office. He says, who's playing that music? I said, I am. He said, I like it. And he started. (laughs)
1: And next thing you know,
2: the whole clubhouse started going nuts. And so everybody was like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that we're playing music in the clubhouse. And so Ned goes, man, this is awesome. I love this music. Let's go. We should have more fun like this. Yeah. He goes and he was playing along with it. I didn't tell him to ad lib, you know. (laughs) And so next thing you know, he goes back in his clubhouse and the whole. From the very first day of the clubhouse, I got I gained respect from every single person in that clubhouse. Wow! Um, and I basically told them, "Look, I said we're going to change things around here, and we're going to change the culture." And I was just myself, and that's yeah. about it. That's about it, and that it's it's that's who I am. You yeah. Know? And so I did a bunch of other stuff, and and everybody just kind of the. It caught the culture and I told Ned, I said, I got the clubhouse, you worry about managing games and we're gonna win a lot of games and he goes, I'm in. And so sure enough, then the first year we won eighty six or eighty seven games. Unbelievable. Missed missed the playoffs by for the first time in twenty years. By three games. Wow. And the next year, we went to the World
1: Series. Talk about and then it.
2: And the, then I got, I was out of there. Then they won the World Series the year after that. So I think they owe me a ring. They <laughs> do owe you a
1: ring. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's
2: how it went. So,
1: yeah. Well, how special is that? Yeah, appreciate I appreciate mean, you sharing that. Yeah.
0: So uh, any interaction with, with Riggle? I mean, Riggle was... <laughs> you know uh R- riggle is one of the finest human beings on the on the planet really and 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 such a uh patriot and uh an amazing person but um out there in Kansas City uh you know he's a passionate fan Yes. He in, is. any any riggle interaction out there
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i actually uh now that you bring that up uh i actually have a, a nice little nice little story i don't know if rob wants me to tell this one but i don't care <laughs> um but no, we were, I was actually pitching one day and, and, uh, I think I threw like six or seven innings, did pretty well. Um, umpire was squeezing me a lot, you know? I mean, he was just so super tight. Well, Riggle and a couple of his buddies were sitting out, out at, behind home plate and they were just absolutely wearing this guy. <laughs> I mean, wearing the umpire out like crazy. Oh. I mean, every single call, whether it was a ball or a strike, it didn't even matter. (laughs) And as the game went on, it seemed to get louder and louder, you know? And and next thing you know, the, you know, the Kansas city fans are pretty loud. Yeah, they are. But when you're in the dugout, you hear the Kansas city fans, they're loud. But when you're hearing only wriggle, In the, in the, he was basically our 10th man on the field. And he was distracting the umpire so bad that he just kept calling strikes. Uh. <laughs> the next thing you know, he's strike one, strike two, strike three. And then Riggle's getting on him and the whole crowd's getting into it. Uh, but we ended up winning the game. And, and, uh, and uh, I actually in, invited him. Um, we have a player of the game at, at, the, end, at the end of the game. And, uh, it's a Texas heart shot award. There, there you go. It is. Uh, yeah. Texas heart and, uh, yeah. yep. And we
0: may uh, have some listeners that don't know what a Texas heart shot is. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. You want to explain? I, I can
2: explain that. You wanna explain yeah, that? absolutely. So Ned Yost being, uh, you know, being the outdoorsman that he is, um, I, I, I decided I wanted to get a player of the game and I wanted to make a neon sign <laughs> and, uh, and I, the player of the game got to pull the, pull the light. Yeah. He turned the light on and, and, uh. And I asked Ned. I said, "Hey, you're you're the you're the Hefe. You're you're the boss of the, the 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 team. What do you what do you want me to make this this sign as?" He said, "I don't know." I said, "Well, what's 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 the thing in hunting? What's like? I don't. I'm not much of a hunter." He's like, "Is there something special in hunting?" He goes, "Well, it's always kind of cool. It, you know, there's a little thing uh, called the Texas Heart Shot." <laughs> and I was like, "That sounds great. What is that?" He goes, "Well, when you when you when you shoot right up the the deer's." but <laughs> he goes right, right up there. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Yeah. When you, when you, when you, when uh, you, shoot right up the deers behind the old that, Texas heart. Old shot. Te- that's the old, that's Texas right. Heart shot. <laughs> so I took that as the that's an amazing thing. And so I decided to design a deer in a neon sign with a target on his butt. <laughs> And so inspire
0: whenever, those young players. That's right. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And so we called it the Texas Heart Shot Award. So every, after every game, we had a player of the game and they would go in, turn the Texas Heart Shot and we would throw, you know, water, beer, whatever you want on, on the, on the person. Gatorade. I mean, it, it was getting weird. We're doing <laughs> baby powder, and, you know, shaving cream, and I mean, it was getting kind of weird. But, um, but that night we felt that no one deserved a player of the, the game Except for Riggle. Wow. So, <laughs> another non athlete. Yeah, non athlete. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's awesome. But, but he won the game for us, hands down. There's no question about it. So, I, I, I brought one of my clubhouse guys <laughs> out there and I said, Riggle's got to come in here and pull this thing. This thing. No, none of my teammates knew about it. No way. Yeah. And so, after the game, we, we all rallied up and we're playing the music. And I told, I told Rob, I said, look, all I want you to do is just pull this thing. He goes, why? I go, don't worry. He's <laughs> going, no pulling it. <laughs> And he was like oh, he's like, All right, you know, he was still hyped from the game and and next thing you know, he goes rolling in he didn't know what to do and everybody was freaking out and I, I announced Riggle I said tonight's Texas Heart Shot award goes to Rob Riggle <laughs> <laughs> yes and next thing you know he thought he was in a concert you know he pulls the thing everyone's jumping up and down dogpiling him I mean he thought it was like the greatest thing in the world man so it was uh he definitely deserved it that day for sure that was my interaction with Rob oh, oh that's wow. a great story But he's awesome he's great
1: Big KC fan. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we we just really appreciate you, James, and we've had a blast. We, uh, we've we had a long day. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've been Fun out. day. Fun day. Yeah. You milked a cow today. I did. Thank
2: you. <laughs> milked a did. cow. I milked a cow. Uh, it wasn't too pretty, but I got it done, I think. Uh, Fair to Midland, Yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah. You I did mean, a good job. I did all right. I think I can do better next time. I think uh, now that I kind of get the hang of it, but i 'm trying to earn my cowboy stripes over here man, so <laughs> you're you 're know, getting it done quick
1: I got to spend some time with the boys, you know yeah you know, no, you did a good job. I mean, you just barely started riding and, and we had to go round up the herd and, and doctor a few cows and it got pretty intense there for a little bit And,
0: james because you 're your family and you 're you know on the inside, uh, when you were saying you guys were trying to get the cows in the down in the where was it the crowd there by your place mm-hmm. so Cody and I went to do that a couple of weeks ago. It was the t- yeah. the two of us and and uh, it it about turned into a fist fight. We were, um, yeah, it, it
1: got pretty intense there. And with two guys, you can imagine. I can only, yeah, imagine. yeah, yeah. we had like uh-huh. six today, you know, and so yeah, yeah, big brother, boss, and little brother yeah, around. It, and I mean, it was I got terrible. off my
0: horse. He didn't dare.
1: So please, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to see that one day,
0: James. We uh, we're grateful that uh, you would take the time and 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 join us for nothing to hide. Um, Cody, any last. Things that you would like to, to ask
1: James? No, I think uh I we just really appreciate you and and uh especially your example, your leadership, your ins uh you're your very inspiring. But again, to uh to some boys up in Wyoming, uh, you know, they walked away from that saying, Man, this guy, uh, I really think he's my friend. I remember yeah. <laughs> I coming up. Cody, he like I, I really think we're I friends, buddy. Yeah. you know, friend. and I yeah. said, he is, and, and you were sincere with it, yeah. but you know, all great leaders, you know, uh, again, what good is a leader if no one will follow and those boys would have followed you through anything. And, you know, when you see a, a teacher that can go down to the level of the student and inspire, uh, that, 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 those are your greatest teachers. And so I learned a really valuable life lesson that night. And, uh, so I just really appreciate that, uh, James and, and, uh, you truly are humble and, you know, we really appreciate yeah. you coming and on, you
0: and, know, James, uh, you're, you're, your better half is is a lot better. Um, <laughs> Definitely, there's <laughs> no, no doubt. And uh, you know, <laughs> Cody and I and, and everybody that knows Ryan knows how amazing she really is. And um, and you know, we know that that that's a big part of who you are. And and um, and nobody gets there alone. And and you know, one night I heard her tell a story about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you have to forgive me. I don't remember exactly what the story was other than it was you it were really on pins and needles. Uh, it was kind of the last. Um, was it was it the, the minor?
2: Yeah. Or? So I, I would imagine she's talking about I was about to get released. Actually. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was it's a crazy story. Um, yeah. I was about to get released from from Tampa. Actually. Wow. And uh, then they actually didn't put me on a baseball team. And so I was, you know, normally when you go to spring training, you make a team, you go out to, you know, a ball, triple a, double a, whatever it is. Um, you know, so I got walking in and my name's not on any list. Wow. And so, and I ended up throwing well that year. I was like 17 shutout innings. spring training. <laughs> wow. I was like, what the heck? Man? Um, and I thought I was in the big leagues at the time. I, you know, there's no big league list, only minor leagues, but you know, I go in the office and they were like, yeah, we, we were planning on releasing you. And we wow. threw too well, we couldn't release us and so where am I going? <laughs> and so they threw me in this like extended, extended like nobody league. Um and uh, that was in two thousand five. And uh, the next year I was uh the uh I was in the big leagues the next year. Yeah. Wow. So I ended up, uh, it was kind of a crazy story, but yeah, I mean, I definitely couldn't have done it without my wife and, and my kids and, and the inspiration and, and all the, all the alone time that they, yeah. you know, that they have traveling. And, um, I think every great athlete, um, will tell you the same thing that, that, uh, you know, when you're traveling a lot, you know the 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 person that's holding down the fort when you're gone is is the most important part so um but yeah no she's been she's been amazing amazing rock so been, yeah
1: yeah she doesn't she doesn't get enough credit i i'm glad you brought her up you know we had a really cool experience uh, last year when you guys came yeah. out and uh, i was able to spend a little time with her with the horses and uh we'll,
0: we'll have to invite
1: her on yeah It'd be yeah fun we'll talk and, through and, that because uh, that was really neat but,
0: you know for for me it was fun uh we we've started to see some of her talent with photography which is absolutely amazing <laughs> it really is and and <clears throat> but but what what was touching for me was um you know we were riding around a couple of days ago and 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 we were talking about how how high quality and, and talented you know her work is and and uh, you know you told me you said the the first thing I did when I got to the big leagues was I sent her to school yeah. for this. That was her, her passion. And, and, and you had the biggest smile on your face, like, and I, you know, I could pay for it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. A, and so it wasn't
2: going to be a debt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, uh, you know, it's just, it's amazing to yeah. see people work together and get there together. And, yeah. and, uh, I think that's a story in and of itself. So James, anything you'd like to, to leave us with?
2: Yeah, no, man. I mean, I appreciate you guys and, and I am stoked to be a part of the family here at, uh, you know, the BBC and, and, and the Hyde family family and, and, uh, you know, our, our family is very grateful for you guys. Um, we you guys are creating memories that, um, that my kids and, and I and my, and my wife will never forget. And, and that's what it's all about. Right. And it's, it's about getting them outdoors and, and, uh, really, I mean, this is, this is God's country. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's, it, I can't explain it. I mean, I, I, when we first came up here, we, the, what we got sold on was the views and the, the water and the streams and the, you know, even the wind. And I mean, it, just the whole facility is, 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 just great. And, and, um, and more importantly how you guys treated us it was amazing so um, we appreciate you guys as a, the shields family appreciate you and we're going and i'm and i'm going to get uh, the right boots on next time yeah for yeah, sure. that is true yeah. um, i just got checked up by jose so yeah, i'm going to get no. a tighter boot even though i'm wondering still wondering how he knows i have a loose boot, <laughs> yeah, uh, i was wondering jose. the same thing yeah. yeah but no yeah i'm going to i'm, I'm going to get going so i loved it man i appreciate uh, you you taking me out and and, and hurting some ca- some Today that was that was pretty cool, man. That was awesome, and so everyone should get the experience. That. I'm a Southern California boy who just learned how to ride a horse on Friday, and
1: uh, and I was herding herding some cattle today. So that was pretty special. So anyway, I appreciate uh, I'm it. telling you, well, you did a great job, and and you earned uh, you earned those. Those <laughs> loose boots, <laughs> yeah, the loose <laughs> boots. I'm going these loose boots up. <laughs> they call it the get along little doggies, you know, when they're talking about the the cows. But we did have a couple that you had to go chase. I did. And, I did. Uh, you were Miss Nibs, and you were on a on a full gallop. Through the trees, it was pretty fun to watch, and you stuck there. Yeah, so, yeah. So, good yeah. job, man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like going faster helps me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you are the Renaissance, man. You are yeah, the Renaissance, and, uh, man. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks again, James. Yeah, again, this is uh, nothing to hide. And uh, we were here with uh, none other than James Shields. Thanks again. Big uh, game, James. Thank you. Thank you, you James.